Auf die Fresse, the WXW Review Podcast in English. I mean, Hamilton joined once again by Matt Kilby, and we missed all of July, but how's things? Doing good. It's, it's cooled down a bit now. Uh, well, it's, it's heating up in WXW, but it's cooled down a little bit, at least geographically, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> weather-wise. two weeks ago, no thank you. But um, yeah, yeah, quite a few shows missed while being out, and a little bit of news, so may as well dive in two-footed like really bad football tackle and get going. So, like Obendorf against England. Sorry. Well, I know some people will thank us for not touching Sunday's final, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. How many? 60 odd years of hurt, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it feels like every single one. But anyway, WXW's Wrestling Academy no longer in Essen. Uh, this being something we talked about for months in advance. Uh, the Last in a Circle in March, Carrot. You know, I was advertised the final one. They did the last Academy show in the start of July. They've torn down the training school in essence, or at least the stuff inside. The signs being peeled off the doors, the rings being torn down, everything's being boxed up and moved. But now in Alma Park and Gelsenkirchen. And yeah, WXW, uh, Leon St. Giovanni, Robert Dreisker posted photos, videos. And yeah, it looks like. I don't know how much old Ring of Honor you saw, Mike. The old one show I went to in 2004 was at a place called Rexplex. It's like a massive, yeah. like entertainment leisure complex, like indoor, private side pictures, skateboard, like skate parks, and what have you. Same kind of thing by look. It's all like one great big indoor sports park. You got M- MMA training stuff. Uh, WXW's got a room. There's been stuff posted of them doing training there, so pretty spacious. By the look of it, it's a bit like the Benny Passion Pro use, the four gyms. Yeah. I know I've butchered that. Sorry, guys. Um, but rings the bottom end of the room, the seating behind. So I guess, you know, gone the days where we're all standing around the ring at the academy, at least in that configuration. But yeah, a bit of a positive move, if not, you no know, farewell to a lot of history in Essen. Yeah, it was, it was quite um, sad sort of seeing the old academy begin to be torn apart um well not torn apart but you know the empty taking down taking out the site taking down the sign taking down all the posters gradually um i know they had that bit of a garage sale thing i don't i don't know anybody who went if they any got any lovely bargains and i'd love to sort of see them whatever people got but yeah it was very sad to sort of see that go but I'm very excited to see um what comes of, of the new venue and uh, I'm because it's a multi-use venue, and I'm very interested to see how that works as a sort of a viewing place. Because it's not really a viewing venue, is it? Um, there's gonna they're gonna have like sort of banks of seat, and we understand, um, and also um, 
from what I understand, they are going to bring back standing at these events. Is that correct? Um, that's, what I remember, that's what I remember reading about. If heard, you like yeah. This, yeah. I'm not the first show they've got, obviously, this weekend. They're doing a Fight Forever taping in uh, Gelsenkirchen. Got a few matches we'll touch on later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does look like the, no, at least the way says, This is like old WXW. That's what they've kind of said. Yeah. Um, um, very interesting. Um, interested to buy like some of the other facilities within the venue. Um, it does make you wonder, like you know, if they could they could they do like a a faux ambition super fight thing in the cage, at, like a in a circle. That you, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, even if yeah. they, you know, obviously, the fight forever stuffs like a, a taping, and they, they so they did a, a fight forever. I guess preview match taped at Dead End, um, Alex yeah. Kane and Ilya Bloom. Um, Ahmed Massey on commentary was saying you know, it's kind of going to be like a proving ground kind of thing. So it'll be the academy trainees against folks on the main roster. So it's not going to be, I guess, well, you, know, you might get the odd throwaway thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what well, means you're not going to get a lot like you had the old academy shows where it was trainee v trainee. Yeah. So kind of, you know, the, New Japan Young Alliance of Contenders and Rev Pro kind of thing. So you're going to get a lot of, hey, is Jacob Crane ready to step up? Is um, no, Danny Frey ready to know anywhere near? You can see progression match way rather than an endless you know, series of matches against each other. Yeah, exactly. And I think this was, it's kind of a, this is where we would have, I think we're, we're maybe smarting a little bit from the loss of Oscar because it would have been great to see, you know, Oscar having a good few big matches let me use that um but getting a few wins in the column um from you know the fight forever shows and but i, I it's incredibly exciting it's a good opportunity um, i'm i'm uh, i'm always a big fan of well if if it goes somewhat to being a little bit like what the sort of random tour matches they'd throw on shotgun were like then that's good for me really and again, you know, we don't know what else we're going to throw in. I kind of guess, again, I don't know any better here. The uh, Kane Bloom match, you know, was advertised to fight over tape. And I don't know if the plan was to drop that in and then realized, yeah, this is going to look so obvious. Let's just throw this out as like a warm up thing. Uh, because that whole video on you know, YouTube was literally much like six minutes. And for about 90% of it was about ticket tape on advertising upcoming shows, which Hey, it's on YouTube. It's going to get visibility. You may as well do it. Um, yeah, it, it it makes me wonder as well. Are the are the fight forever shows going to be? Here's a match every every couple of days, or is it going to be, you know, a forty five minute show that's going to go up on YouTube and there's going to be three of them, you know, taping blocking. You know, that's that's the question I've kind of got is how much is going to be. Um, you know how much is going to be going up at the same time. I think they could be in a bit of trouble if they drip feed one match at a time, because I, I think we can, admittedly they were backed against the wall, but you know we can all remember Catch Grand Prix, the first one, how there were must some some of them matches must have been in the double digits the amount of people watching it, thankfully. Yeah, so, I mean I remember, I mean I was one of the few who probably was watching every day when yeah. I dropped at seven pm, and I mean. Nothing against anybody in return, but compared to one show a week, it's the kind of thing yeah. when you see the run times like, oh, 10 minutes. Okay, someone went really short, and I'm not complaining, but when yeah. you do that, you know, five, six nights a week. But yeah, I mean, we haven't said much about what Fight Forever is. Um, not, yeah. 
you know, we we have announced some of the matches and what have you, but it'll be very interesting to see what they, obviously what we're going to do with it. If it's going to be just a show, if we're going to try and do like vignettes, interviews, kind of like what the original um, Dark Elevation was for AEW, was spotlighting folks. Sorry to ask a very ignorant question. Do we actually have a date when it will be launching, or is it just when the taping is? No, the only thing no. on the books right now is the taping uh, Sunday, August 7th. Uh, we've got a few matches in the roster. Um, nothing yet, unless it's okay. unless I've missed about when it's going to go unless live. something comes out while we're recording. <laughs> they, okay. Things have happened. But, um, yeah. yeah, so we'll no, keep an eye on that. But uh, something else, I guess, vaguely newsworthy, I guess. Um so Tesla Young uh, put out a post on Basecamp.com. I've never heard of. I guess it's kind of like medium in terms of like long form stuff. Uh, no rotation. This looks, like a, this looks like WordPress really to me. So it's it looks a bit like Blogspot sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess kind of like a you know, blog about fully signing up for one. I guess, but it was uh, a little bit of interesting read. Uh, so this is translates. So you no. Know, Maybe sort of lost to the demons of Google. Is everything good again after Corona? Was not Tass talking about the issues that uh, promoters of all sizes um, have experienced, and you no, know, as things have dialed up now after COVID, um, you know, Journey's got this weird uh, role, this weird spot where it just feels like everyone is touring at the same time. Um, you know, you know, large festivals back, you've got the likes of Rammstein touring the first time in ages. Um, and then you've got the perfect storm, they call it, but you know, we're all feeling you know, rising gas prices, rising electric prices, yeah. cost of living, you know, that's in the news pretty much every day. So you've got this weird mix of, you know, there's more competition than ever for you know, most, the most same piece of money. Your entertainment uh, dollar, if you want to call it that, you know, something more it's used to. But yeah, and, and there's one thing I noticed and that was really interesting is specifically for WXW. Um, saying if it'd been to Brexit to be on the Reaper Barn with 400 seats and unlimited wrestling with a show on uh, I should pronounce Farley with 250 seats in the summer of 2019, then both would have sold out weeks in advance and could probably have halls with up to half as much more capacity loosely filled. 2022, neither sold out, so of course, the Brexit did dead end in the Grunspan in Reaper Barn Hamburg a couple of weeks ago. Um, they're quite openly saying that didn't sell out. You no know, uh, unlimited. I know we don't talk about them, but you know, they ran and you know, seemed to be somewhat sparse. Uh, looking on the they're saying 330 in the Grunspan. So pretty close. But the one thing that uh, Tass called out was its local fans not going. So you've got, you know, I'm not going to name names just for sake, perhaps, but you know, we know people who travel from all ends of Germany to these shows. They still went, but folks who are somewhat more local to Hamburg didn't. Yeah. So, you no, know, is it that you've got the locals who are going, ah, you'll be back again in six months, I'm going to see whoever, but the ones who are, I would say, hardcore, but you've got folks who you know, would travel more, make it an event, you no, know, doing that, as opposed to folks like, to drop it, person, we've got a, a smaller wrestling promotion literally three miles down the road from us. Every single yeah. show they have has clashed with another show that we've had a ticket for. Yeah, we've not gone. And uh, if you want to compare even further to over here, like you know, we've we've known promotions near us. Um, Fight Nation, they you know, shut their doors because of uh, crowd numbers. 
uh, good wrestling in also Milton Keynes cancelled a bunch of shows because of attendances. Um, I think Wrestling Resurgence dialed down on a few shows as well because of ticket sales. So it's not just specific to Germany. Every promotion's kind of having this. And yeah, it's that kind of thing of if you're running big shows, you know, what you'd thought would be the easy local market seemingly isn't so much these days. Yeah, um, I think uh, yeah, I think it's kind of indicative of kind of the the wider scene in Europe anyway. Really, um, we obviously don't hear about smaller promotions in you know Hungary or smaller promotions in France, for example. We obviously see the big ones, but um, you know, at least sort of from my my perspective, you can see the I can see the down. Admittedly, for example, for RevPro. Um, at least on the 229 shows, which is a bigger venue than they used to run, so they are probably actually getting a net larger crowd. Um, the the crowd numbers are nowhere near what they were. Um, you know, it's not standing room only anymore. It's um, quite comfortable. You've got got enough space for everything and your bag. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so for, for, with that respect, I think he, he is right. Um, I don't. I, it's kind of it's interesting to get it's good to get an insight into sort of the trends, um, especially and but it's true everybody's competing for the same same money because for well effectively it's there's three years worth of touring for all all basically mediums yep. that haven't been done. And I mean, one of the X factor as well, and you no know, Tass also touched on that. COVID hasn't gone away. No, the numbers are still you no know, bubbling away. No, I know last yeah. week you said you know, the peak in the UK just starts to die down again. And if you're looking for shows like October, November, December time, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's typically when most bubble up. So you can have some people who will be, well, you know, I, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go on somewhere where it's going to be outdoors. It's not going to be everyone indoors, you know, potentially crammed together. But yeah, it's definitely something worth to worth, worth bearing in mind, especially you know, if everything that's going on does mix up together. Yeah, and even to a sort of macro level, you know, you've got things like people might not be able to afford, you know, your hotels because I know, for example, I, I, I've, well, I'm already booked, but um, for the, the hotel I usually use in Oberhausen, uh, across the road is the Koenig Pilsner Arena, and they have, they are booked out pretty much as well. And they've subsequent, you know, there's, there's um, a massive, heavy metal band playing there on Tagfest weekend and it's like well if you're a heavy metal fan who also likes WXW you kind of you have to make a decision don't you? Yeah, um, Machine Head or Rotten Floss yeah, yeah exactly so it's kind of like you have to make that decision so um, I say I, I, I know people sort of in the, the comedy sort of circle you know there's I know people who haven't been able to book basically phoning, you're phoning up venues to get bookings or for open not like things and yeah, you can get something in three years' time. Not now, yeah, because everything's everything's been pushed back and back and back. So it's it's. Uh... And we touched you no know, top of two to nine a few minutes ago. Um, someone uh, shared me a post of the guy who's like a booking agent there. He's quit because you know just in the whole industry, the whole atmosphere, has just become really unpleasant. You know, you've got people okay. you no know, yeah. bookings being cancelled. You no know, people are now massively out of pocket and. Prevent, you know, folks who you know, are maybe familiar with the UK, same with two to nines, you know, mixed standing seating for wrestling, 
hold by what 200 so what do you say yeah. 250 250 yeah probably no, but that's with a massive ring in the middle of the room it's got a stage so if there's no uh, music there be standing room probably at least all that yeah, and they're saying we're no lucky to break even sometimes so yeah but anyway so that's something yeah worth keeping on especially like for the big you know tag festival coward weekenders no no nothing tass mentioned was we all feel the pinch like uh no, petrol and energy prices was he saying well, about flights from hungary were 50 years now looking about 200 250. precisely um, so if you're wondering why you're not getting the house of hungary why you're not getting no, Peter Hani or she on the show the weekends of one show. There you go. It doesn't make economical sense, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not a tank of fuel anymore. It's two tanks of fuel. You know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, enough of the doom and gloom. Because we're all <laughs> yeah. living, living through so much. But we've got was it four shows? I'm not going to talk about the Academy show um, that went on YouTube for free and piecemeal, but. Do start off quickly with uh, Wheel of Wrestling 34 from last month. This one's gone on the network. It shows how long we've been uh, been offline. Yeah, we're actually, we're actually less less uh, less less punctual than the WWE network at this point. It's pretty bad, is <laughs> well. At least we're talking about a match that isn't on the network. But just yeah. run through this quick. So uh, Maggot beat Sebastian Suave in ten minutes to retain the shotgun title. Uh, Michael Knight beat Hector Invictus. Was a quick five minute one. Uh, Yearning Levaniel beat uh, Michael Schenkenberg and Tristan Archer. Baby Elson submitted Eva Klasky to retain women's title. Psycho Mike uh, submitted Jacob Crane by Body Slam, which <laughs> if that's, that's, that's a unique one. Gimmick. If, because the Academy show the next day there were people trolling him about that. Yeah. So if people have good memories, that's going to be one thing which he's going to um, yeah not live down. Uh, Masha Slamovich uh, pinned Orshi. Um, so uh, Orshi's in Pemphetal. She won that um, surprise benefit scramble at Broken Rules. Masha pinned her. She's uh, gotten into uh, Pemphetal as well on the back of that. And I would not be surprised if that's the final, at least based on the admittedly two entrants we know so far. Yeah. At least you've got the basic uh, bones of storyline there. But um, yeah. uh, main event uh, Robert Dreisker, Lawrence Roman, Dover, Icarus, Ambos. Uh, pinned Ilya Bloom, Jonathan Gresham, Rotation, Peter Dahani, the debut match of sorts for Amboss as a unit. Uh, pretty good, but unfortunately did not go on to the network, my understand. Yeah, it was a pretty decent match, but obviously for obvious reasons, well, um, Gresham, Gresham's appearance made it somewhat impossible to go on the network by their viewpoint, so um, by WWE's viewpoint, so uh, yeah, it was a, uh, so it's kind of cut um, it's cut <laughs> Amboss off at the ankles, kind of already. Um, but you know, unfortunately, it's uh, at, least, at least we had clip shows. It's not like yeah, it's been uh, you yeah. know, she is a bad match, it's not like we've been wild about history and it's all of a sudden yeah. you miss two shows. And hey, he's Amboss running rough shot. What? what? <laughs> exactly. So, after that, um, fight for Paris, too. So, this was originally scheduled for January, rescheduled to last month. Uh, it was a one-night tournament gimmick with a few twists and turns. Um, again, blast for these because a lot of these will be guys who no, potentially won't know if you just watched WXW. Uh, Cure the Kid beat Lavaniel to qualify. Idle Blanc and Robert Trice go into a double countout. They both qualified by way of that. Uh, Tristan Archer uh, beat Cristanium Lassariliste by DQ to retain the WXW title. 
was a weird uh, pre-record. What's the guy's name? The APC general manager, basically telling Arsh if you win, you get the, yeah. in the finals. Slips my mind now. <laughs> Uh, Maggot beat Thiago Montero in another semi-final. Jörn Simmons beat Rick Salem in another semi-final. Uh, we had uh, Joseph Fennec Jr., who I swear looks very similar, but yeah, we'll not touch about that sensation. Uh, and Mecca beat R1 in A book, which I mean, that's for one no, non uh, yeah. uh, match of a night. What do you think? I mean, okay, we may have seen one of them before, more more regularly, but um, but nine minutes I thought did a fair amount of serve all four lads. Yeah, it was a bit of a showcase thing, and um, but I think the issue with it is that it was on. I I think the fight for Paris shows that they're, they're they're decent watches, but they're almost like C shows to the point where you know because they're not WXW ones, I think they're very skippable. Yeah. Um. So I think that it's um. Yeah, and they obviously exist in their own universe because of um, Joseph Fennec Jr. being in this rather than somebody else um, who wears a mask. Uh, <laughs> but with with that in mind, yeah, I thought they did get a sort of a lot, lot of stuff in in that nine minutes. Um, I mean, um, it was an interesting, different, sort of different, uh, something a little bit different to what we're normally expecting from so it's always exciting seeing new people, really. Yeah, and yeah. I guess what's a little bit clip so pinned baby Allison in just over five minutes, which, which is, is a surprise, yeah. Um, so I mean, so I twigged the last fight for power show, she wrestled a mile and had a tooth knocked out. This is right. a whole visual of her, you no know, bloody mouth at the end. Uh, Clipsa wins this one. Uh, she ends up after the show calling for a title shot, which is going to get this weekend a shortcut at the top. Which yeah. so those you've watched this show, you know, you've got something that pays off. And Fight for Powers 2 final, Tristan Archer B, Kuro, Robert Dreisker, Jern Simmons, Idle Blanc, and Maggot. Uh just over 12 minutes of elimination final. For me, I am not a fan of elimination finals unless they go somewhat long. This one was just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Nothing really settled for me. But it was an okay show. I wouldn't say it was inessential because there are some bits they have did try and weave into future shows. But if you've missed it, there's nothing really bad. So you need to jump back for and really see. I guess. Yeah, it was. As I say, that they they they're interesting sort of um, shows on within themselves, but they're kind of a little bit non-canon really, because um, I just don't really think they have very much relevance to the rest of the promotion really. So we'll go to Frankfurt for batch cap for Wheel of Wrestling 35. Yep. Uh, who in his return match pinned Norman House in 11 minutes. So the storyline from Wheel of Wrestling 34, which we kind of spoiled last time and completely skipped over here. Yeah. Who was brought back as the um, the sexy return? I think Norman was <laughs> filling it. Pulled a switch through his contract, and Norman, I, Norman never said who the return match was meant to be, but who were. Uh, booked himself in his return match to be a number one contenders match for the main title. And yeah, I mean, they did play up, I think, the hype video of the background between these two, so who would take a shotgun title off of Norman Harris you know, back in the Steffi days, or who still yeah. got a rather shiny shotgun title, mind. Yeah, he's got one of them ones from... Um, yeah. <laughs> he's and got one of them from the shot. 
And we're playing up for it. You know, he didn't lose the belt. So you, you've got two shotgun champions. I'm just going to say this now. Tag League, uh, Tag Festival. That's going to be one of your main events. Or Maggot versus Ahura. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, I was wondering when they would be doing it, but kind of there's no indication of it being <laughs> the next show. So, um, so yeah, I actually probably think that will be a good one. Good you one Sean do. and Ray's uh, Ramon thing. You've got the two with a dodgy belt. You've got the real belts. Yeah. Um, it does make, yeah, it does make you wonder whether the shotgun title continues to exist. Maybe does it change its name? I don't know. Well, there's no indication that's going to happen. But um, I suppose you have a undisputed shotgun champion. I suppose you do. But I don't know. Yeah. Again, the fact we've got two belts around and we have an address, not overly addressed, tells you that not these things happen for reasons. You no, know, the you don't drop things out and you no know, throw it out there and it goes nowhere. The fact that they had him come back with the belt. It was addressed in a promo. At yeah, the, the backstage thing. Yeah, so it's it's been done for a reason, and the logic, logical one would tell you it's unification at some point, whether it's Tag Festival or they drag it down to Carrot. But, uh, so Levaniel over Hector and Victor in eight minutes. Now, I remember when this came, I think you watched these a few days after me, the wrong man totally won this one. I know the storylines Hector's kind of on an island because Dennis Dolnick's out. Hector looked freaking phenomenal in this match. Hector is is uh, becoming my star of the summer so far. I think every single match he's had this in the every match he's had in the last sort of well the last three shows, been, like he's been he's just brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I can't really say much more than that. Um, That's just weird. Yeah, um, I think you know he's got. Bombast, he's bombastic when he needs to be. He's, you know, I think he's, um, he's got, you know, a, with the, the presence of him sort of just physically is is imposing. I think he can he can have a, he's got a very um, convincing sort of demeanor about him. Um, the the fact that you know he can he can he was sort of laughing at Levaniel during the during the during the beginning. Um, yeah, I just think he's. I think he's been absolutely brilliant this past um, this past month or so. So, yeah, completely the wrong person won it, but um, <laughs> at the same time, um, I suppose there's reasons for that. Move on. Uh, Becca pinned Oshi in just over eight minutes. Uh, Becca won with a shining wizard and later kick out. After which she bragged, "I won this without my finisher and got the title shot." So, yeah, yeah, I that's guess, the thing. <laughs> yeah, mean. I wouldn't necessarily pin Dorsh, but again, it's a whole thing of, you know, the women's roster in Dubai is pretty slim the best of times. You know, and again, you know, if you'd brought in you know, somebody else who's barely used, it would have given away the finish either way. So uh, I suppose the issue is sorry. Yeah, and the set up a dead end as well the following week. So again, short term storyline, you can't really complain too much. I think the issue is that Orshi uh, is, I think, seen as probably a one for the future and I suppose you can't have a winning immediately because if you have a winning, 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 winning she's eventually just going to hit a ceiling and the ceiling's baby Allison. I think you kind of need to build to that um, yeah. you know I, I think if you if they play their cards right they've got Killer Kelly number two effectively and they may be able to keep hold of this one you know 
you, you, for me, it's it's you just um, it was a bit of an odd decision, sort of Becca get, Becca going over, but you know I kind of get get it if you kind of look at it from that perspective of you kind of can't have a winning straight away anyway. And again, I think you know the way the roster is, what you don't want is you know having a title mix straight away because I say limited number of the roster. You can you know, if you keep doing much and keep cycling onto a title shot every few months, it gets real quick and you're building for the future. Like you say, you've got to do the best you can to keep away from that part of the, of the roadmap, I guess. But yeah, um, match wasn't too bad, but you no, know, it no, they had the storylines that were built to that. Uh, Dover, Icarus, and Robert Dreisker pinned Peter Tahani, Ilya Bloom, and LSG just in the fourth an hour. Um, it wasn't too bad, you no know, trios matches. No, a hard to screw up. They had two really good ones in the show, and this is one of them. Yeah, uh, the trios were good on this one. Um, I thought um, I didn't like this one as much as the main, um, but I think there's obviously a bit more star power in the main. Yeah. I think um, Bloom is very intri- is very exciting. Um, Bloom is a wrestler, um, and I think uh, LSG, I think as well in these last two shows. With the one we'll go on to in a minute, I thought he, you know, he's a brilliant addition to the roster. Love him to stick around. Um, yeah, hopefully, he's back in the mouth of short term. I mean, he was over, it was a 2018, I think. Well, he was over for tag for tag fest as they were sort of they like were the there, ultimate. they were there, but and they were probably unofficially the alternate, but they never really got in there. And also, it, um, Shaheem Ali, coast to coast, they did like three spot shows and all that. Um, I think since I think they did we, challenge for the title, didn't they? At one point, um, in the league, you will need to look because I know so. They, so, when yeah. I did the uh, Hamburg in 2018, they were on the cards, yes. Um, yeah, I was there as well, <laughs> yeah. Dead end, was it, was it dead end? No, no it was fan appreciation end. night. Um, I'm now desperate trying to figure out where <laughs> it was, uh, but it wasn't Hamburg because I was there as the show where, um, uh. Absolute and completely brain dilly with a chair. Yes. Because my uh, chair fell right by my foot. Um, oh, yeah. So it was um, coast to coast against even Kiev and Pete Bouncer. Yeah. So as that show, I think, yeah, they probably would have had a tag title shot somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, says not looking through to Brexit. Oh, yeah. A freeway at Broken Rules against the Arrows and coast to coast against JFK in Dresden. So yeah, week before, in fact. So, yeah, it wasn't... But again, I think with uh, LSG, obviously he, you know, he left Ring of Honor you know, when match uh, went down. He's doing a fair amount of Northeast. You know, Shaheem Ali, Coast Coast, from what I can tell, haven't tagged since 2019. Yeah, that's probably a thing that's gone now, isn't it? You know, I mean, he, uh, Ali's still going. Well, I say that. He's not had a match nearly a year on the cage match, so um lsg obviously still is and you know he's doing the dare say the old alexander james thing of coaching and wrestling and that's what yes. you want to do is have guys who can coach and wrestle it's not, not only paycheck lads <laughs> exactly yeah but there's an element of they, they you want to they, they probably it's an advantage because they can probably when you're teaching teaching people over here you probably you, you're also soaking new things up as well. So it's, uh, yeah. It's only having wrestling. I mean, the match was 15 minutes. It's a trails match. You probably only had two or three rolls. Whereas if yeah. you're actually training, 
get you know, work with more people, you, you're learning and you're absorbing as well. And you get yeah. up your days out in Essen as well. So exactly. Uh had a shotgun title defense, Magdavitz and Heisenberg with uh, Baby Allison's special ref. Uh, 15 minute time drawn this was just one great big storyline. So the story going in was uh Norman Harris was just pissed off with uh the Frankfurt show, Baby Allison slapped him. So that's why we got Becky yeah. and Allison in Frankfurt. Um at, no, uh, so Becky and Orshi in Frankfurt, I should say. And here it was well, we're gonna put the rest of our group against each other. They originally tried to do a double count out. Norman threatened to strip them all of them of the titles. They then had a match with Heisenberg actually you no know, going some in it. And then in the end, baby Allison talked me into just sitting down the final few minutes. And yeah, not much to say. Bring, I mean brings out Harris and then um Harris gets a slap for his trouble again. I have a feeling this is the start of them planting the seeds for shotgun unification. Yeah, I think so. Norman brought back who he's been messed around with the real shotgun champion. Yeah. No, it's a slow burner, but that seems to me where they're heading. But the main event, number trio's match, uh, Michael Knight, Jörn Simmons and Bobby Guns over Nikita Krisman, Mikhail Schenkenberg and Tristan Archer. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal trio's match. And in fact, you're building up two matches in one for this and Arguably two of the main events. Um, you know, book it, book in one hundred and one. That is really that match. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um... say, it's it's hard to mess up trios matches, and if you're doing this to build up matches rather than just you, you and you against you, you and you, all the better for it. Exactly. You put you put the two the two hill champion the two hill the hill tag team champions and the hill champion against the face challengers. It's, it's like. Book in 101, it's like they did it at, um, you know, they did something similar at Carrot 18. You put you put Guns and Bones versus Walter and Speedball. And it was brilliant, that match. Um, it's just it's just easy, easy booking, and it, it's just always a success as long as, like, everyone's up for it, and they certainly yep. were in this one. I think it was the best match of the um, the loop in general, really. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not yeah. a knock on the restaurant, but, you know, this for one, it built on, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see a dead end. Some of the stuff maybe didn't land, but my, my sensibilities on this. But move on to Ted Enter from the Grunspan Hamburg. Um, all I say is that venue, it may be a little bit too small for the way they shoot things, but a perfect venue for like a spot show if the marked house not around. Yeah, I don't like it as much as the marked house for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it looked, it looked great, uh, especially the way it was sort of lit and dressed. Um, very similar to they, they did a venue. Similar in Dresden, don't they? Occasionally, I'm trying to think. The uh, one in Dresden's very similar with the um, with the balcony around the top of it. Um, it's not the one that they run last time, but can't think of the name of it. Um, it will come to me eventually. But um, yeah, it's a great, great, great look in. Uh, I think the way they shoot it, anyway. Let's go for the card quickly. So we had a uh, Axel Tisha over LSG, just under, just under 12 minutes. Um, yes, I think that one was originally meant to be uh, Cara Noir against, um, against Axel Tischer. Cara oh. was injured his ankle, so he missed progress, he missed these. Uh, he's out of shock at the top uh, this weekend. Um, so again, you know, reshuffled card. I don't think LSG was ever in any danger of winning, but you know, it wasn't like a rollover either. But yeah, pretty good showing for Tischer and LSG. And yeah, they still have a car on our matches too when he's fully fit. 
Yeah, precisely. Maybe um, um, Yep. Sorry, I was going to say uh, the 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 whole car and noir nonsense in progress isn't being affected up here by the looks of it either. They have mentioned it, but yeah, yeah. that's doesn't seem to be. Yeah, literally along the lines of, oh, you have to go to other countries because bad progress paying you well, you're nothing which. Yeah. It's a choice, but uh, certainly Baby Allison uh, submitted to Becca in just over seven minutes to retain the women's title. Fine for what it is, but again, you know, we keep saying the, roster, the women's roster in particular is fairly light. I'm hoping with Fempitals next month and, well, month after next, sorry, you can have some of the some of the folks staying over maybe getting some you no know, title matches or, or just non-title stuff against us so it's more than the same names on a loop but yeah fine for it was yeah it was yeah it was a fairly a fairly meat and potatoes performance from allison it was i think she's only getting better i think with every performance and i think she just needs more and more of these sort of matches really yeah and again, I don't want to say, oh, well, nobody thought that Beck would win. I mean, we had, you know, if Everett earlier this year had a brief run yeah. of the title. So yeah. I think even Matt, you know, wasn't off the table. But um, yeah. so matchup next, that had some implications for Tag Festival. Uh, Nikita Charisma and Mikhail Schenkenberg against Bobby Guns and Michael Knight. Losing team excluded from Tag Festival. Uh, winners, obviously, Tag Tiles on the line. Um, I'm just going to bundle this in with the match afterwards. Uh, Robert Dreisker, Lawrence Roman, yep, Michael Blanc. This is probably my sensibilities with tag matches. I absolutely hate tag matches that get so cute like this. Like you had, no, especially, I mean, these were back to back on VOD at least, but you had yeah. the, so the tag title match had a non finish where Charisma submitted, but he wasn't the legal man. So we restart the match and Rotten Plot win the low blow referee misses. So Rotten Plot win with belts. They're in Tag Festival. Only friends aren't in Tag Festival. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that means they are not going to go their separate ways for time being or, or what. But they did They did exit on separate sides of the stage. Yes. And again, bad ain't a mistake. Yeah. Well, it could have been. Well, yeah. They could have faded away before they walked off, I guess. But. Um, yeah. So they did that, and then the um, Amboss sends an idle match. They did a few things. Was like, oh no, stick them tags. Remember the first shotgun twenty twenty? You know, Dreisk was the. I don't want to say better because that's something. You know, the curmudgeon veteran who, you know, doesn't really yeah. like the way you know the modern scenes going. Some that's gone through Amboss. Yeah. Why in God's name are you doing stuff where you're tagging? You no, know, there's a key moment of the match where was it Roman was being tagged as he went through the ropes. Called as a tag, but then Sean that was nowhere near. Didn't play in the finch, but just to me it felt like you're being too cute of stuff like this. And yeah. if it means me watching is trying to, you know, having to pause and rewind and see just who the hell is legal, bear in mind you just did a match where you know you, you had a you false had the same thing point. happen. Yeah. I mean, and, and also I, you kind of think, well, Droiska himself would have been pissed off at that happening a year and a half ago. Is he not pissed off now he's in Ambos? I mean, this is probably me overthinking things, but I like you weren't the, and going back to Ref Pro, you weren't the Ref Pro show last month. 
No. We've had Sunshine Machine and Velocity's half-hour uh, draw, and it's one reason of beat. No, Velocity's just need to not lose to get to Tag League Finals. Uh, they didn't make off a draw, but it's like, they did a lot of stuff like that was you know, kind of being cute, you know, tag on the floor. It's like, I don't want to turn the Jim Cornette, especially on that part, but it's just, you have you know, the tag rules, and you, know, you have you have tag matches where you have you know, the refs like Tass, you know, had, uh, was Alex Schneider, a new referee, was on, doing the tag match thing, which you know, bears you out for you know, the whole you know, wrong guy submitting, you know, the legal man be, uh, submitting because he's new and not familiar. But you're doing your referees no favors when you're constantly doing stuff like this, and especially as when you know WXW as a promotion has um, outlined itself as a promotion that is aware that tag rules are being broken elsewhere. Yeah, um, by the whole fact that there was something where where Dreisker basically spent better part of six months telling telling off um, Heisenberg and Marek about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of so like people's uh, vignettes uh, with the Trent of the old academy. Yeah. No, Dreisker tagged, um, Heisenberg tagged in, and Dreisker refused to even acknowledge it. Why you weren't holding me up? Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not saying this, you know, Dubex is going to go under, but it's like to me, I just couldn't. And there's a pretty hefty chunk of the show as well. I just couldn't get on those two matches just because it was just never mind. Back to back, there's just a lot of stuff that they would normally. Be more polished with, I guess you'd say. Yeah, if if there's yeah, if it's a case of they don't care now they're bad guys, then fair enough. Um, if it's a yeah, it's a if it's if it was a mistake, it was a mistake, then whatever. But for, I don't know. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. But it's... Gone. So I had results up. So uh, rotten flottering tag league as tag champions. Only friends out. Uh, the other match was a double count out. Um, dives to the outside. Um, nobody thought about getting back in the ring and they brought back afterwards. So that bleeds into Amboss against Senza, Idle Blanc, LSG, and about looking at the upcoming. No, nope, I'm going to need to look at the upcoming. Uh, Peach to Honey, four and four match shortcut. So we're keeping you no know, Amboss against four from the Rex to be going. And hey, isn't there a cage match in six months usually? Yeah, yeah. So you need a you need a four man team, I suppose, for them, don't you? But who that is, we don't know. <laughs> so on for final two matches. Three years ago, I would have said Rinkamp. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great yeah. doing uh, Tihani sends Idol both three. Yeah. Um. So whoever that fourth guy is. Yeah. It's not running anytime. Is not running that weekend. Well, yeah, we'll we'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of time to have that to happen, and who knows? You no, know, might be somebody else from underneath. Tristan Archer might see the the, the, the light and uh, decide to bend off Amboss. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. It's, there's a lot of lot of football to be played. Yeah, just one game in. <laughs> but yeah. uh, so last two matches on uh, Dead End, both title matches. So Maggot beat a debut in Apu Singh in just under eight minutes for the shotgun title. Thought Apu did pretty well for his debut. I know he's done like IPW and a lot of, say, low-level German indies, but he didn't look out of place. He quitted himself well, and I guess that's all he can ask for. Yeah, you get the impression he was replacing LSG in this match. I yeah. Think, um, it probably would have been LSG versus Maggot for the shotgun belt. I think that, then... that was the original announcement, yeah, but then they yeah. swapped out and... So, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, 
then this is this is when the lottery is a thing which should be back because yeah you could have lottery picked Apu Singh out and everyone's like oh okay whereas in reality you just had the person's music who nobody's ever heard and somebody who very few people would know yeah there wasn't the element of surprise especially with when you see somebody as imposing as this Apu Singh guy um I think he did fine um not eager to reach out his entire back catalogue to be completely honest with you but um yeah that's kind of where a weakness of where you have no uh, lottery again but we've said this go back to some of the older episodes <laughs> <laughs> we've done six but you know we do seem to hit the same notes uh main event tristan archer beat Jan simmons in 20 minutes to retain the unified world wrestling title interviewing some heisenberg and if you remember you know, past shows Yerner told uh, Levaniel don't interfere because Yern lost the title yeah. because of Levaniel's interference. Um, so now Yern can't challenge Tristan Archer for the belt again while Tristan's champion. It was a pretty good main event, but again, I think by that time, I think it was not, not to use it as an excuse for anything. One member's really warm in Hamburg, and I think you know, when you get a main event that's 20 minutes like that, I think if I remember right, there were a few people like the you know, gasps of disbelief when Yearn lost. But at the same time, I don't think there were too many who were like really biting that much. Yeah, it would have been hot shotting it, I think, if he'd won it back again. Um they would I think they did they did make a point about it being sort of a it would have been a record breaking win for for Simmons, because it would have been the well, it would be the first person to get four, wasn't it? Um, yeah. four titles so yeah they did kind of make that um, but yeah it was I think the problem is I think sometimes this uh, Archer really goes a little bit long I don't necessarily know if he's got it in him really at the moment he's good he, like Archer is obviously he's, he's got way up in my estimation but I really don't know if he's got a 20 minute main event to bring the house down sort of in him at the moment so they're all sort of there's they're all sort of ending in a bit of a you know crappy finishes um and it's you know it's a bit of a disappointment but i suppose when you head towards tag fest um with a big title match i think you could have if you have sort of a big popular person winning shortcut which we'll go on to in a minute obviously if you have a somebody popular winning winning shortcut you've got uh, you know you've got potential for a really like a really hot crowd because i think a lot of people a lot of people really don't like archer um i think for good reason um as well so um yeah you've it's got... not being booed just because he's the baddie well i, I think he, he is being booed because he's the baddie and I, I mean it's not just like a charitable oh i have to boo you because you're the, you know you guys being cheated therefore i have to boo he's doing stuff like a character whole you know antagonizing old Daniel and mr yeah. yeah exactly um, and I think his his promos are getting better and better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, there's a lot there's a lot going for him, and I think you just have to. Um, I think it was for, if it was I couldn't have done another Simmons Archer match to be honest. I just hope they don't immediately go back to Tisha. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. I mean, one thing I would say. I mean, you touched on North Levaniel um, Yearn. This would be his record breaking fourth reign. Um, I think really, if you are going to do that, you've kind of got to make a big, bigger deal of it. Yeah, it was kind of mentioned in passing, and and then it was kind of like, oh yeah, Joe, you're right there. <laughs> it was, 
it was kind of something that I think I hadn't really twigged, but then they kind of didn't much say much more than just saying, oh, yeah, well, he'll break the record. Yeah, because it's just him and Walter with uh, three title reigns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Walter's last reign ended in 2015, which that, that feels like, like two lifetimes ago. Well, it's, aston- it's astonishing, really, that Walter, for, for getting, quite a bit, getting a bit of track here, but Walter, for I think the entirety of the European boom was seen as the figurehead of WXW, but he never had the belt. Nope. Uh, and he it's was like only really in. Randy. He was only really. He was only re- really in the title picture for six months. Because mm-hmm. um, he wasn't. Yeah, he was only really in the title picture um, between um, January and March. Well, January and let's say the summer of um, 20, 2018. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of mad, really, when you think about it that way. And yeah, I mean, just looking at like the WXW title matches, you weren't getting the same few people. Like it was a, you had like the three Ilya Walter matches, which you no, know, spoiler, were really good. You no, know, some of twenty, you know, spring of some of twenty eighteen. Uh, but yeah, they were going around. You no, know, not various different people. It wasn't the same match ad nauseum like some promotions might. But um, yes, that was dead end. Uh, I think the next WXW show they're doing in Hamburg is dead end twenty twenty three in Marktal. So. No, assuming the world doesn't go to hell again, it's back to Mark Tal for Dead End, which is always a good sign. Um, so yeah, that's the shows we've missed now. A couple up coming. So this weekend on Saturday, we were at the, well, we were at the yeah, Shortcut at the Top, which pretty sucked card for really a show which could probably sell out and just about main just be you know the self-titled match. But you've got uh, a Hulu against Tristan Arch for the unified title. I guess that's the semi-main. Uh, Clips, as we said, beat against Baby Allison for the women's title. Uh, Amboss, so it's Dreiske, Dover, Icarus, and Lawrence Roman against LSG. Peach Tahani, Sensor Walter, and Idle Blanc. Bobby Guns against Axel Tisch, and then the shortcut to the top match. And they haven't said outright, but typically the winner of this gets uh, the main event match. Uh, I guess it'll be Championship Sunday for Tag Festival, depending on how it all pans out. Um, not going to say ask for odds, but on the graphic so far, uh, Nikita Charisma, Mikhail Schenkenberg, LSG, Jörn Simmons, Orshi, Axel Tischer, Paige Tahani, Vincent Heisenberg, Maggot, Hector Victus, Michael Knight, Senza Volto, Dover, Icarus, Lawrence Roman, Robert Dreisker, Fast Time Mudo, Eigel Blanc, Levaniel, and Bobby Guns. 20 for 30 announced. That's all they're going to announce. So yeah. Expect some surprises. I know years come by. We've had what Dirty Dragon was in a few years back. Want to remember? Uh, yeah, you had um, you had Thatcher to in 2019, 2019. You had Thatcher and Star. You had um, well, uh, Carsten Beck. Obviously, the big surprise win. Well, to be fair, um, you had uh, Jern Simmons come back as a surprise in last year. So yeah, and won us. Mike Schwartz for year yeah. before. Yeah, so there's um there's there's always room for surprises. I think there's a handful of people who I've kind of got on my on my private um my private ticket of who I think might come back, but I won't reveal those obviously. Um but yeah, it's um there's there's a, a lot of um it's always an exciting thing. Um it, it for me it sells the show anyway. Um so I don't, 
that I think you just need to have a really really strong winner because they could I think they could struggle I think they'd struggle if you have a you know a Lavagnol winning it um against for example Lavagnol versus uh, Tristan Archer I don't know if that sells me on the title night um the the Sunday main event at Tagfest yeah and again you know from the feel of 20 for some reason I'm homing on Bobby Guns just because of the whole not only friends not going the separate ways at least after that match maybe I'm reading too much of matter you know red herring they've deliberately left for everyone to pick up on but yeah we'll see Saturday well, there, although actually in a way maybe Lavaniel does make sense for actually <laughs> when I'm thinking about it but yeah there's 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 a lot of options um and you know, I'm looking looking at who also is in the show. You know, around that weekend, you've got your people like, you know, Endakara, who is on the following show. Um, you know, some of the trainee guys. I'm sure they'll turn up and say you might get the odd surprise. It's one or two surprises I'd really like, but who knows, really? <laughs> Let's see what uh, Wrestling Santa brings us this weekend. Um, exactly. August 7th, the next night, uh, the debut of the Fight Forever tapings, that's in the Armour Park Fight Club in Gelsenkirchen. Uh, so these are going to be recorded for Billy Billy and YouTube. Got a few more matches announced. Endakara against Bobby Guns, Jacob Crane, Michael Knight, Nick Schreier against Lavaniel, Danny Frey against Norman Harris, LSG and Ilya Bloom against Elsa Hungry, Orshi against Robert Dreisker again, and Alec Kane against Peter Tahani. Pretty decent. You'd assume, you'd assume all of those are in shortcut. Um, Alex, most, at least most of them. But yeah, at least Alex hasn't been announced for shortcut. You'd assume they would be there. A lot of those. And again, I do. <laughs> said for this another calling side proving ground, so you're going to get a lot of trainee and main roster guys. So some decent matches, and you'd expect like that LSG Ilya Bloom match against the Arrows. That's got to be a big storyline alert written yeah. all over. That's going to be dovetailed into what's going on on the quote-unquote main roster. Yeah, and that Orsh, that Orshi Dreisker one as well. Um, that's probably going to be another one where you're going to have people running in yeah. for that one. The last Orshi Dreisker match was great. So, <laughs> in, babe, so they've done one. I want to say it's at Leipzig, like a non-televised show. They did another one in. So the fact we've run this back through this will be the third time we've run this back in a matter of months. I know we've said it, but they clearly say something in, in Orgy. And well Dreisker himself said in the interview that was on YouTube, which you'll have to search for because I can't remember who did it. Uh, uh, yeah, whoever. Um he did say basically or she is female Oscar, so <laughs> it's just a shame like on Facebook, because my Facebook automatically translates the German announcements. Every single time it comes up. There. Oh, for Orshi? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's, yeah, I don't know if it's Google, uh, Facebook grabbing what that something. word is and translates for something else, but every single time there's a few where it just doesn't look right. Well, sometimes it translates Axel Tisha as Alex Carpenter. <laughs> which, is, uh, which, is, which is obviously the name I sometimes call him. Old Alex Carpenter. So. And Orshi is Italian for bears, so that's, that's where the, that's where we're getting it. Bear grabbing that word and instead Keep of translating a paragraph, they're saying, "Oh, we know that word in this language. The rest must be German." Which 
Come on, Facebook, be smarter. Keep You've keep an eye out. You'll see you'll see Alex Carpenter every, everywhere you look now. You'll see all the time. <laughs> Badly translated indie posters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after that, we've got WXW debuting in Sim City, the venue, not the game, in Vienna on September twenty third. Um, yeah, not really. I think it's just going to be a fight for every sort of show. But yeah, the front wheel be. of wrestling live, uh, so it doesn't look like it's going to be taped. Apparently it's part of the Vienna Catch Fest, so I would almost dare say this is kind of like when we do the Dortmund Comic Con kind of shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not really sure what to make of it, really, but um, quite Plenty excited. Right. It does look really good. Um, I am actually considering going, so uh, I've actually booked the time off to potentially go, so <laughs> I might be going. I might be able to give you a live report. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, that's the only live show between uh, this weekend and September's Inner Circle and obviously October's Tag Festival. Yeah, we kind of expected something being announced, but clearly Vienna's going to be like a warm-up to the warm-up. So I guess next week or week after we'll be back for a shortcut review some point September Tag Festival once we know more teams. But we'll have written bits on backbodydrop.com for Tag Festival both preview and travel stuff since, yeah, brings this week Heath Rose uh, put the blocks on flights. So if you haven't got any flights and you're planning on going, get them booked as soon as because, yeah. Have a look at the Eurostar. Quite like. <laughs> Again, sorry? Have a look at the Eurostar. It's actually not too bad. That would be my advice. <laughs> Which one's going to be more like to go on strike? I think that's a game we're all playing right now, but... <laughs> well, yeah, so... That's uh yeah, so that's pretty much it. So shortcut for top five forever this weekend and then pretty much two months off. So we'll see what we can do to plug the gaps. But um I guess from you, Mike, uh, football's back, it came home and you're going away. So anything for you to plug? Uh yeah, so um with the the new episode of the Groundhopper's Guide went up last week. Um that was the sort of the start of the new season where we take a look at a lot of the pre-season stuff, so that's up on YouTube. It's the Groundhopper's Guide on the Arn and Eddie uh, channel. Um, yeah, it's a it's back to sort of business with that. But yeah, I'll also be back to the back to the cockpit, back to the two two nine this weekend, hopefully as well. So my first wrestling show in about two or three months, which is quite troubling. Last so, one would have been Stevenish, wasn't it? What's that? Last one would have been Stevenish. Uh, yeah, it would have been a long, long time ago. So. <laughs> I've forgotten how the wrestling works. Maybe that's good. Hey, you'll be qualified for referee. <laughs> referee needs a new one. But so anyway, so that's I'll do it for another episode. We'll be back in a few weeks with uh, talk of shortcut for top. Directsreviewnow.com, of course, for all these shows on demand. I mean, he's Mike, and we will see you in a few weeks. Cheers. <laughs>